0: Welcome to Real Deep Stuff. We've saved your seat at the table for this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Hey everybody, it's Christy. It's 2024, happy new year, and here we go. (laughs) So I thought maybe to kick off the new year, it might be kind of fun if I do something a little bit different for a few weeks. And that is to um, either myself or have guests on that talk about some things they've either like Um, challenges they've overcome or goals they've reached or dreams they've realized, Um, something to just kind of light our fire for our own stories and journeys and adventures and dreams and goals. So I'm excited. I don't know how long we'll do this kind of mini-series, if you will, but I am excited to kick it off today with one of my very closest friends, Yvonne Freeman. She and I did something a couple of months ago that was... Uh, well, some people have called it um, courageous, some people have called it stupid, <laughs> some people have called us nuts, but, um, but anyway, we did it. It's a thing. I don't want to give any too many spoilers, but she's coming on today to talk about what it was like and our takeaways and all those things, and both of us truly went up to people as we were and came down to different people. It was a life-changing event, and I thought what better way to kick off the new year than with a positive life-changing event. So without further ado, let's get on to it, and we will give you all the deeds. Here we go. Hey everybody, it's Christy with Real Deep Stuff. I am absolutely over the moon excited to have one of my very favorite people in the entire planet here Aww. with me today, Yvonne Freeman. Hi. 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 <laughs> it's I just, I get all goofy with you because I just love you so much. Um, We're here to talk about something very special today, something cray cray. But before we get to that, let's tell everybody how we met.
1: We met at a team meeting for a mission trip to South America. We were on the same team going to Guyana together. And I liked you bunches from the start, but I didn't really get to know you until we were on mission in Guyana. And we started sharing our stories of being moms and raising our teenagers and just became sister friends. Just got to know each other and we laughed. I remember a couple occasions that we laughed until we cried. And probably... Peed
0: myself a little. <laughs> yes,
1: ma'am. I believe that happened to both of us.
0: See, yes. I you, I would see you at church, and I would always see like people around you, and and it seemed like you were just this this joy and this light that people were drawn to. And I would Aww. always go, "Who's that? I wonder who that is." Didn't know your name or anything, and then we wind up on the same mission trip, and then got to share rooms. You said that I I sleep like I'm dead because I have to to build up the cushions because of my back, and then, yeah. You never move. No, I don't. you, You never
1: move. I remember sleeping in that same room. There were four of us together in two double beds, and they had the window unit or some kind of different air conditioning for us, and they said the only way to turn it off is to unplug it, and Um, I threatened everybody I said I sleep hot I must have cool you can't you can't unplug it no matter what no matter how cold it gets you can't unplug it and I woke up the very next morning and Christy had every piece of clothing in her suitcase on her body she had socks on her hands. she had double layer clothes she had something on her head she had double socks on her feet and I'm like why what is this she said I was freezing I was freezing I said you are kidding me. Why didn't you just turn it off? She said, because you threatened us. You threatened if we unplugged that you would hurt somebody. I was afraid of you. I felt so terrible. I just thought, oh, this poor girl, she was freezing. Of course, I was just sleeping under a sheet and I would just find it.
0: I felt so terrible that you had to put all those clothes on to survive the night with me. I remember laying with a sock over my nose to keep the edge of my nose of water. It was seriously I, I like still a feel bad.
1: It's been like seven years. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is
0: all good. I remember when we were going to by boat to Mazaruni Island to do service work on a prison there, and <laughs> I had watched uh, River Monsters mm-hmm. before we went. And it was in Guyana, not Ghana, Guyana in South America. And I knew all about the nature down there from that show. And these boats are like 100 years old. They're tiny little wooden boats. You sit below sea level. Yeah. And How'd you ask me? Well, I think the lip of the boat was only maybe four inches above mm-hmm. the water level. Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't remember if it was that particular trip when the storm came up and the waves were riding above and we were taking on water and I'm looking at you and we're wearing our life jackets and I said, now if i go overboard you'll come after me right and you're like nope <laughs> i'll see you on the other side i meet up with you in heaven and i was horrified i'm like you wouldn't come after me and you said do you know what lives beneath these waters i said no and then you started describing to me the creatures that were down there and i'm Piranha like rana and Cayman." oh my goodness i said how do you even
0: know this And you're like
1: river monsters <laughs>
0: When ignorance is bliss sometimes i think that's better cuz it was terrifying cuz and then the boats would always the motors would get water in them and then they got to beat on them with a wrench and they had gasoline and milk jugs and Kind of primitive. And then if another boat came by, the wake from that, it would, oh, it was scary. And this water was not your
1: normal ocean colored water. It was like a coffee brown. Yes. You couldn't see. It was murky and you, there was no clue what was underneath it. It was just yucky, yes. yucky, muddy water.
0: And I, I felt so bad that when you asked me that question, my knee-jerk reaction was <laughs> like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> I'm out it was very sweet you were precious (laughs) but but, well that's one word for me I think I I was pretty selfish but we've gone on to do like five more trips there something like that I think so I I lost count I've had
1: a total of um six weeks in Guyana one of those trips was a two-week trip but um so grateful that
0: Mm -hmm. God brought us
1: together to become friends sister friends
0: I went on a time or two without you and I, mm-hmm. I noticed a huge void Aww. you bring so much laughter and joy you are incredibly transparent and authentic which I two things that I admire most in people and I love that you never wonder what you're thinking because it's true but I love that because <laughs> so many people hold back or they only tell you what you think they think you want to hear and I like real conversation and I I'm guaranteed that and I love that about you and so um this past summer we uh Bruce and I were going out on the RV and we decided to open it up to a few people to see if they wanted to come out so I made an excel spreadsheet because I'm planner that I am and I said you know here's where we're staying here's the dates here's the itinerary um let us know if you're interested and I was so surprised to get a response from you saying are you really doing angels landing Now, at the time, I was only going off of, like, the top TripAdvisor things to do in Utah. I didn't know what it was. I knew it was a hike, but I was like, okay, you know. So I was like, yeah, sure. (laughs) I didn't understand permits and all that. But you said, that's on my bucket list. So um, you were like, we're in. And so you and your daughter, Chelsea, who I love and adore, she's just walking sunshine. She's a lot of fun. Oh, my word. Her laugh and giggle just... You cannot have a bad day around that Aww. she's just adorable um so you guys came out so how did you find out about angels landing why did you want to do it
1: well my daughter and i like to travel to national parks most of our vacations together are going to national parks and zion was on her list and i watched a couple of youtube videos about hikes to do in zion and i really enjoy doing hikes that challenge myself and one of the ones that I saw was Angels Landing, and that was in Zion, and it's supposed to be the more most difficult or one of the most difficult hikes in America. And so I watched maybe two different videos, and my palms started sweating. I'm like, I think I should try to do that. And my daughter's like, oh, we could sure do that. And I'm like, okay. And, and so when you said Zion was an option, I'm like, Chelsea, the bottles have invited us out. Daddy may go, but it's doubtful. So if Daddy can't go, will you bid your days off and go with me? And she did, and we got...
0: Bid your days because
1: she's a flight attendant. Oh, she's a flight attendant. Yeah. So she got that time off. And so she said, yes, I want to go. I want to go. And so we decided to go. We rented a car. And you guys were so gracious to...
0: Allow us to stay with you and Eddie, the RV. That was super fun. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) we had originally, I would booked a campground, not having been to Utah before. Didn't really understand really how far things maybe were from each other. And I realized once we were there, the campground I had booked wasn't super close to Zion and it wasn't the best idea. So Bruce was like, and at this point, I had so many plates spinning with trying to get things organized he was like, I'll run with that ball. So he was going to have us staying in this gas station parking lot, which we, if y'all could see her face right now, I didn't tell you this before. <laughs> so we've slept in plenty of Lowe's truck stops, pilots, <clears throat> flying J's, that kind of thing. And they're fine. But when we got to this one, I was like, uh-uh, no. Yvonne and Chelsea have never been in Santa RV. This is not going to be their first impression. Aww. So, we had passed this cute little what I call like this little grandma campground on the way to that gas station. A little motel strip with like maybe a dozen camp spots, maybe That's 10. It was beautiful. It was really sweet mm-hmm. and quaint and small and quiet. And so, they had room for us. And so, we made plans change on a dime and didn't even tell y'all. I was like, we are not putting them in this gas station next to the propane tank. (laughs) We're not doing it. It would have been fine. That's just not ideal. (laughs) I mean, we're good if we're on our destination to somewhere. We don't care. Just let us sleep. But not to, like, have a a memory made with friends. So this little campground worked out great. And the night before y'all came... Bruce and I went into the visitor center, we just kind of wanted to see how long of a drive is it in here because we were finding out things like shuttle buses that we needed and stuff and it was like, oh, this is a bigger deal than what I thought it was gonna be. We've done so many hikes in the world, in life, like no big deal, this was a big deal. So I was like, I just have questions, because I always have questions. But of course, the information center was closed. So we went to the gift shop part, and the lady checking people out, I said, hey, have you done Angel's Landing? And she said, well, sort of. I've attempted it 12 times. And I went, what do you mean attempted? (laughs) She goes, well, I get up to the starting point, and I quit. I can't do it. And I was just like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. (laughs) So that night, we picked... don't buy things on our trips unless it's stuff for our kids or something. But we've even given up ornaments because we've been you know, blessed to just go to too many different places and we'd have to have like five trees. So what we do is we get t-shirts now because we can wear those, those are functional. So I went and picked out a Zion t-shirt and an Angel's Landing t shirt because I was like, I take a long time to make decisions. And I knew whatever was going to happen the next day, I didn't want to have to make that decision. So I had my two shirts picked out if I can and if I can't do this hike. Unlike you, I did no research, zero Zippo research. You know, Bruce is afraid of heights. So he did some research, I thought he was maybe 10% in for this. And I didn't want it, I just kind of like to go through life, like my experience is my experience i do like to learn and glean from others after the fact but going into it sometimes it's better not to know too much stuff like i don't read book covers i don't watch movie trailers really yeah i just like to kind of let it unfold interesting blank slate interesting can't be skewed you know one way or the other so her telling me 12 failures really terrifying Oh, my goodness. So you guys show up, and, and y'all pull in oh, in your real car. We showed up after
1: an eventful trek from the Las Vegas airport. <laughs> um, my daughter was navigating, and I was the driver, and it was getting close to dusk, And we thought the airport said it was maybe two and a half, three hours to Zion, so we thought we would be there by lunch, no problem. But that was to the other side of Zion. That was the closest side to the Las Vegas airport. We had to go to the other side of Zion to get to the campground And with multiple stops and and kind of getting lost and going (laughs) off track. (laughs) Uh, It took us, I guess, close to five hours to get to you. And I remember getting out of the car and falling into Christy's arms. And I'm, I'm here. I'm here. We made it. And you just held me because I was so relieved from all the anxiety of not knowing where I was going and driving Mm -hmm. to you. But so we got there. What we didn't mention earlier is to do the Angel Landing hike, you have to have a permit. And I think I knew about it, but Christy reached out to me and said, hey, Bruce and I are putting our names in for the lottery. Random lottery. To receive permits. Will you do the same? That'll give us three times the opportunities to actually get a permit for the days that we're there. So I said, sure. And you pay a little fee of $18 and you register online. And then I didn't think any more about it until she reached out to me. um, Was it mid-July? And Mm -hmm. she said, okay, Bruce and I didn't get the permit for Angel's Landing. Can you check online and see if you did? And I went online and lo and behold, I received a permit for six people, up to six people. So we had a reservation to
0: try the hike. You screenshot your congratulations. You won the lottery. I was literally jumping up and down in the kitchen. I was so excited. It was crazy because I was kind of
1: thinking I wanted to try it, but I never knew if I could do it. And then I thought, okay, Lauren, this must be you going before me and making a way for me to do this. And Mm -hmm. so that was kind of a affirmation from the Lord to pursue it. So,
0: yep. And the permit is there because this hike is categorized as the scariest hike in the U S one of the scariest hikes in the world, and the most dangerous hike in the US and over time 17 people have unfortunately very sadly lost their lives on this hike. So it's no joke. And if you've seen the pictures of Mount Everest with this highway of people trying to get up there, it becomes dangerous with being too crowded. So although the permit is a nail biter, and it's a bit frustrating and annoying, I think it's a good thing because it keeps the amount of people on that mountain regulated.
1: Necessary. It's yeah,
0: necessary I think place. it is necessary for sure. And you got the permit.
1: I, I got didn't... the permit. <laughs> so that was a green light from the Lord. And when we started that track that day, if I skip ahead to the day we did the hike, mm-hmm. they check your permit at the bottom of the trail before mm-hmm. you start up the first two and a half miles. And, and he warns you, if somebody wants to join you, you're not allowed to let them into your party. And yep. I thought that was interesting. I said, well, this is for six people. He said, well, it's only good for the four of you. So I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting, too. That-
0: yep, and you had to show your driver's license, your photo ID. Mm-hmm. Like, it was no joke. So, yes, yeah, so that morning we had to uh, – the the time slot you were given on your permit was um, 9, a.m. 9 a.m. So we were, like, backing up, backing up because it was, you know, so much time to drive into the park and then find a parking space and then get the shuttle and – all of that. So we got up like before the sun. Oh, dark 30. Yes, Yes. ma'am. In our family, we say the butt crack of dawn. Yes, ma'am. So we were up and out and had our snacks and water and hiking poles and backpacks. And we joined all the other zombies getting on the shuttle and like driving and they drop us off and we all went to the bathroom and then we showed the dude the, your permit and he Mm -hmm. gave us the restriction and the first part of the hike is called Scout's Landing. Do you wanna talk about that part? Where you go all the, the first mm-hmm. two miles? Well, mm-hmm. first of all, this
1: hike I would say is a moderate hike straight up for two miles. I mean, there are some zigzags and switchbacks, Mm -hmm. but it's all up, 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 up. And you do that for an hour before you reach Scout's Landing, which is just before Angel's Landing. And that's a beautiful viewpoint with a railing, a little shaky railing Um, (laughs) but A little crumbly. (laughs) We we took lots of pictures going up, and it was a beautiful morning, and we spoke to a lot of people going
0: up. It's Um, not for everybody. If heights is a thing, this can be a, Scout's Landing, the first part of the hike can be a problem. And how high was Scouts Landing? Do you remember? Gosh, I don't know. But it was a, like you said, it was a vertical hike. Mm -hmm. There was no rest for the weary. No plateaus. Um, The total hike up and down is
1: about five miles. And they tell you it'll take about five hours. mm -hmm. And it took us close to seven. But I think we took a little longer on the last half mile up to Angels Landing.
0: I think we did. (laughs) And so we get to the top and there's some primitive toilets there. Mm -hmm. And... It's a great overlook to take pictures and people who couldn't get an Angel's Landing permit can get to at least that part. Mm -hmm. And there's another West Rim hike you can do that's not part of Angel's Landing. But uh, so yeah, I was watching the people come because Angel's Landing is an in and out. So you're not a loop trail, like you gotta go back the way you came. And I'm watching people come down off of it. And so we're kind of standing around and I was talking, and I noticed everyone is literally half our age, half our age. Yeah. I've got screws in my feet. I've got two knee
1: replacements.
0: And we're both over 50.
1: And I'm 50 pounds overweight, so that's a sight to see.
0: We didn't stretch. We <laughs> we just were so like adrenaline focused. So it was the four of us, it was you, me, Chelsea, and Bruce. And I remember watching these people and the, all these 20-somethings are coming off and they're beet red and they're sweaty. And I, so I was kind of doing this like little interviewing on the way. And I was like, so what do you think? And I remember this one 20-something girl, she's like, I will never do that again as long as I live. That was the scariest thing. And I was like, oh, I was hoping for a little more positive feedback than that. So you and I go over to the table to check in. They need to see your photo ID again. Mm -hmm. They're very strict about that. And I remember you asking if you could leave your backpack and poles there. Do you remember that? Yes, because
1: I didn't want anything shifting my weight as I'm climbing up. And it was more of a climb than a hike when you get to the angel landing portion, the last half half mile up. And I just thought the weight of it with my extra water and so forth would throw me off. And I knew I couldn't. We're not allowed to have poles on that trail. Remember? Yep. You have to leave them with your other walkers or carry them attached to your backpack, which you did. You carried yours.
0: Almost killed me. Because they were carabined to my backpack. Honey, they almost killed me. You were right in front
1: of me, <laughs> just inches away from my heart. And I thought, if this girl goes backwards, I'm dead. I'm
0: impaling your heart with my eyes. <laughs> exactly. Pole. I was watching them all the way <laughs> up know, the mountain. So sorry. No, no. Well, Bruce took yours and put them in his backpack. Yes, he did. And I was like, I'm fine gracious. to keep my carabine. But what I didn't expect was at one point, my hiking poles got jammed into the chain link. And, and I was, it, it threw my balance off, and I almost fell off. I don't know if you saw I that I didn't part. see that. Thank you for I not was, telling me. I was stuck. I was stuck to the chain with these poles, I, and they're on my back, and I'm, like, trying to figure this out. So, yeah, I remember the, the two rangers going, they're like, nope, you have to take what you bring because otherwise, at the end of the day, you know, we'll be left with a big pile of junk at the trailhead here that we've got to take down. And I was like, that's fair. I totally understand that because people will forget or whatever. And so uh, I, it was me, then Bruce, then Chelsea, then you. Correct. And we're like, let's that do it. That was the order. And
1: we started up that mountain. We were prayerful. We, we said a word. We told yep. the Lord to help us and keep yep. us safe. And yep. so we went up um, and felt the Lord's peace as we started our journey. I think we got about two chains in when Chelsea froze. This is my daughter who's hiked all over the United States. Yeah and she said, I can't do this, she became very anxious because she couldn't have eyes on me. She didn't want me in front of her to distract her because she'd be worried about me, but she couldn't have me behind her because she couldn't see me, and she was just sure that I was gonna fall off the side of the cliff. And so she became just paralyzed with anxiety over losing her mama. So I said, honey, you gotta move up. You gotta move up to that next plateau because there are people behind us and there are people that need to get down. So we encouraged her to we got to the next plateau and then we kind of reassessed the situation. And we sat there for a minute. Bruce and Christy started the next chain. I think it was the second chain. It might have been the third. I didn't remember, but he froze at that point. He
0: sat down. And I knew the minute he sat down, he was done. And, I mean, again, there wasn't a high bar for him because I know he had a fear of heights. And I think that it was very courageous for him to even try. Like most people with a fear of heights wouldn't even try. So I give him many gold stars for that. But he had timed it. So they, the two of them made it six minutes on the trail oh is that right six minutes
1: so we sat there and i was trying to deal with chelsea's emotions i felt like well if i weren't here she probably would go on and do this but now i'm causing her not to be able to do this and should i not do this thinking about my limitations because i certainly have not done the hiking she's done but um christy was waiting on the second chain and she
0: turned back over her shoulder she said are y'all going to make me do this all by myself? Well, first I said, I borrowed the line. So my sister-in-law and I did the Camino in, in Spain back in May. And I remember seeing a dude a little bit older than me and you're kind of jocking with the same people during the day yes. and he had made it to the next cafe before us and 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 you know no one knows how long you're going to stop and eat or drink or go to the bathroom or whatever and so I looked at him and I just was kind of saying it in fun I just said oh you beat us and he kind of whipped his head around in a very serious tone he was like everybody is on their own camino there's no comparing here and I was like okay <laughs> like it is great and he said it so so seriously i was like a little hair blown back a little bit i was like oh that's a good word thank you for that you know mm-hmm. so when in uh, chelsea told me later that her hand was literally frozen to the chain that she couldn't move her arm and i saw you putting on taking off your hiking hat and putting on your mom hat mm-hmm. and you were really getting very confused as to what to do like I saw part of you wanting to keep going and part of you wanting to
1: stay and you looked at me and you said what are you going to do and I said well right now I'm trying to process Chelsea's emotions
0: and you said and I said so every I took the guy's line and I said everyone's on their own Angel's Landing hike today Chelsea does Chelsea you do you I do me Bruce does Bruce we're all on our own hike and then you, I remember you sitting and you're just like, I just don't know. I don't know. And I was like, oh, snap. She's starting to talk herself out of it, out of care and concern for her daughter. Correct. So That's exactly
1: what was going on. And what, what caused me to snap back is when you said, are y'all going to make me do this all by myself? And I'm like, nope, I'm not going to leave her in a lurch we started this journey together we got the permit together i'm going to at least give it a try and so I'm i do sp-
0: want to publicly apologize because i i twisted the screws of, of guilt for a reason cuz i I, <laughs> I was i felt like i felt like you were so capable of wanting to do this it, it just kind of needed that glass of cold water kind of thrown at you and i was just, and i and i looked and i was in the front and i'm hanging on to this little tiny tree that's growing outside of the mountain and people are having to like scooch around yes, me trying to true. get off of it and I started to just feel like I'm in the way, you know, with these other people. And so I looked at you I was like, am I going to have to do this alone? I will, but I don't want to, but I will.
1: Are you coming or not? And so I, I took my mama hat off again and I put mm-hmm. on my friendship hat. And I have a big adventurous spirit. Yes, and I, do. And I don't want to miss out on an adventure. And mm-hmm. I thought, I'm going to try to do this with my friend. And Christy assured me as we started out, she said, we will go 10 feet and then we'll reassess. We're not committing to the whole thing, we're just trying. And yep. so we'll just go 10 feet at a time and we'll reassess. And I thought, okay, I'll just do 10 feet at a time, pray in my way up the mountain. Yeah. And we did 10 feet and then we did another 10 feet and we just kept on going until the end was in sight. And it was very challenging physically. It was very strenuous.
0: My favorite part was when there was no path beneath our feet and you had to put your left foot in a natural kind of toehold, hang on to this life chain and then swing your body around as far as you could go. Get to your get right to foot in the toehold. And then let go with your left one. And, like, you're suspended 1,500 feet above from the nearest plateau. Correct. And there's no path. And the path that is there is, like, two, like literally two shoes wide. So the whole way. And then it's fun when the chain stops. <laughs> that was really fun. How did that feel when we had to? Because it's slanted. I wasn't as tied to the chain, literally,
1: as, as I think that people are. Like, it's their security blanket. Because the chain wiggles. It's a very strong chain, but it moves between the loopholes, and it wiggles and gives according to who's pulling on it and which direction they're pulling. So my best confidence came from holding on to the rocks mm-hmm. around me. Yes. And, um, Christine, and I, neither one of us are reckless. We are very careful, and we are cautious. Uh, we didn't want to fall off the mountain. We wanted to... Sp- You know, we wanted to finish this journey. And so we were very careful with our foot placements and our hands. And we had three points of contact at all times, either two hands and one foot or two feet and one hand or always touching the rocks. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were were very careful. And we went slowly up the climb. We went slowly and we would give ourselves a rest. One of the funniest moments, we were on maybe a two foot ledge. It may have been two and a half feet ledge and we're leaning on the rocks and we kept we kept bloodying our knuckles. We, yes. were, we were holding onto the chain, pulling ourselves, and we kept bashing our knuckles against the rocks. And both of mm-hmm. us were bleeding on our hands. And and we we're like our rings, our rings. We had our, our diamond rings on from our wedding rings. And and Christy's like, we're gonna wreck our rings. and I'm like, I know. So we like laid our bodies against the rocks (laughs) and we took our wedding rings off suspended almost 1500 feet in the air hanging off a cliff and we put our wedding rings we secured them in a zipper pocket on Uh our bodies and
0: then we went on our way <laughs> You're like, oh, those are safe. Those are safe. Good thing the rings are safe. Good thing the rings are safe. And, and since with the screws in my feet, I can't wear hiking boots, so I'm wearing running shoes. Oh I have no traction. Oh my gosh. Everyone else is in hiking boots or something, and I'm like, I got running shoes. It's all I can do. But I do, the, the, the ones that I wear, I trust with my life. And so we get to a point, we get we scramble over, cause I'm with you. I think it was maybe 50% hike, 25% bouldering, and 25% rock climbing. I agree. I think someone that could could run marathons, is that's not all. Your body your bottom strength is not all you need. Like if you don't have upper body, you can't do this. That's correct. Sometimes you're hoisting yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. climbing over these boulders and up and down and backwards and forwards. And uh, so we get to a a plateau and I did it again because I didn't do any research. (laughs) I didn't know that was called decision point. Is that
1: right? Yeah,
0: that's where even people, so people that get these permits from what I'm hearing now is, you know, a lot of them don't go on to actually try it, and then when they do, they get to decision point, and then they're like, "I'm good. I've gone far enough." And that's where you were like, "I really need to lose my backpack."
1: Oh yeah, my backpack <laughs> because it was a it was a cross back cross body backpack, and it was slinging me and slide, and I had tons of water in it, which was quite heavy. And I'm like, okay. I can't balance myself going forward. I feel like I can't carry this backpack. So there was a beautiful rotted out tree stump there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'd seen people stick their water bottles or something in. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to tuck this under here. It'll be fine. And at that point, decision point, we had a little something to eat. I, or I did. I had a half of my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. Yep. And maybe a piece of fruit. Anyway, yep. we, um, I decided to leave my backpack you know, mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. somebody needed that backpack and took it, that's fine.
0: Because I, I was like, you're really going to leave your backpack? You're like, well, there's nothing valuable in it. And I was like, oh, okay. Cause so I took, be my, here?
1: I took my ID mm-hmm. and put it in a, a zipper pocket of my yoga pants. And then I put
0: my water bottle in the other yoga pant mm-hmm. leg. And then yep. we headed out. Yeah. Well, and at that point, at decision point, you're looking over the edge and... Much to my surprise, it goes straight down. Yes. I thought once you get on Angeline, it's just up, 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 and away until you're mm-hmm. done. I was so caught off guard with this steep V that the trail makes that you have to go down and then like straight back up again. And I'm kind of looking over the edge while you're taking care of your backpack. And I'm seeing, once again, these 20-somethings like pulling, hoisting on this chain. them, And they're just grimacing and grunting and salivating and their faces are red. And I'm like... Oh, and that was the only time in the whole hike that I was kind of like, I hope I can do that. Like, I mean, I hope I can. I want to. That's interesting. You never shared that with me. I, yeah, it was I, all upper body. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. You were, you were looking down more than I was. I was pretty, um, what is the word? I can't find the word, Christy. Intentional about not looking over the edge. I I knew we were high up, Mm -hmm. I knew there was a dramatic drop, but I was focused on the next step. So I was just really walking Mm -hmm. one step at a time and reaching one one grab at a time and that's kind of how I did it. I just Mm -hmm. did it one step at a time. And when it got really steep at the end, the Lord was so gracious, he sent us or sent me a guardian angel. And it was a gal that was part of a a girls' group that was climbing it together. And every time it plateaued off for just a bit, she would drop down and sit down and cover her face with her hands. And at one point, I think she was even crying because she was like, was that on decision point? I don't know. We
0: first met her on decision point.
1: She was was in a full cry. She was just not sure why she was there and if she could do it. And we were trying to encourage her, and I was, you know, advertising my age. I'm 60 years old. I've had double knee replacement. And I was going on and on about being old. And she said, you all inspire me, and, and, and if you can do it. And she just kind
0: of got up, and she started
1: following us. Yeah,
0: because I told her, I said, listen, you have come this far. I said, if you don't at least continue to try, you will, A, never forgive yourself for not trying, and B, you'll never know if you can do it. Right. I said, so just do the 10 feet and reassess. So she
1: did. She yeah. came right behind us, and she her focus shifted from herself mm-hmm. and the danger she might be in to us. And she became mm-hmm. an encouragement to me. She literally was right behind me going up some of the places where there was no rope, and you're pulling yourself up on the rocks, and you're using footholds. And um, I couldn't hoist myself up at one point because the rock jetted out too far, and I just couldn't – didn't have the upper body strength to hoist myself – and, and I said, can you kind of push me? She said, can I, you want know, to push from your foot? And, or can I put my hand on your bottom? I said, put your hand on my bottom and give me a big shove. And off I went. So I did mm-hmm. great. and I, And she did that several times going up. When I just needed a little extra push, she was there to do that. So... She was one of my angels the Lord sent me to get me up on angel landing. She was really mm-hmm. a help to me and an encouragement.
0: Well, that second plateau that we reached where they uh, were behind us and caught up to us, she once again kind of like imploded in herself and was like, I Did don't think I really? can do it anymore. Oh, well, I, I didn't
1: know? see her do that. Yeah,
0: I, was, time. <laughs> I was looking at her I was like, look, You can literally see the end. This is the end. I'm like, don't you dare. Mm -hmm. Don't you dare. And we found out she is a mental health care worker in the prison system. And I'm like, you do hard. You do hard. And I think you guys had this beautiful symbiotic relationship where you needed the physical help and she needed to get her mind off herself. And I think she could kind of like switch into that mental health care worker mode of like, I'm going to help this person. And then that made her not think about herself and her fears and then you guys like did it together and it, it was, was beautiful. beautiful it was so precious and i was so
1: encouraged for her and with her and um mm-hmm. was really grateful the lord sent mm-hmm. her so do
0: you remember the other guy <laughs> talk about Lord sunny people i use that phrase loosely for this but we were going up that last stretch where it's just super vertical and the and and the guy says to us uh, he goes, so the part that we just did, you're going to need a butt slide coming down. Because if you try to walk down it, you're going to fall off the mountain. Yes, and like, I remember him saying that. Duly noted. <laughs> and he wasn't wrong. And, and it was times where like you're running across this like tiny little narrow path and it is just like drop drop on each side and there was something weirdly invigorating and exhilarating and I powerful can. about that right yeah it was very empowering now the gusts of wind <laughs> were a little concerning oh yeah i had
1: a baseball cap on it kept trying to blow off and mm-hmm. i think you took your hat off i had you? to take it off it was going to blow away yeah my ponytail was
0: threaded through mine so it was holding pretty good um you have beautiful thick hair and i don't oh. so mine was Going to just mine would be gone till next Tuesday, but on that plateau, right before we did that last stint, there was a couple taking pictures he was taking pictures of her and I was like, you know, do you want me to get ones of both of you? And then they were taking pictures of us. And it's kinda like you just forget
1: (laughs) where you are. You're just walking
0: around like Uh la 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 (laughs) Are you talking about on the very top? No, like right before that last like twenty feet, there was this um a place where the tree where those guys on the way back down said, Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. So yeah, I just was walking around on this plateau like totally forgetting that we're, you know, five inches from death, and it didn't bother us at all. Yeah, I just didn't ever feel
1: afraid, which is so strange, and I didn't ever feel that I couldn't mm-hmm. do it, mm-hmm. and and so we just kept on keeping on, and it was really helpful to have you right in front of me, and, you know, I would just kind of go in your footsteps and follow where you were going, and that was very helpful to me, other than the, the trekking poles that were a threat
0: yeah (laughs) the (laughs) impalers and the thing is is like normally on a hiking trail you have some type of signage about where to go and i will admit that when you look at this trail it's probably not meant for humans to scale and run around on you know so there weren't any markings all you had to do like if if the chain stopped i would have to stand there and go okay where how do we how do we best do this because it was very slanted mm-hmm. very shaley. so if you stepped on the edge of, of a layer it could it break, break off and then there was a layer of sand
1: that was made it slippery
0: oh my gosh it was like ice skating with my shoes and so you had to commit to this 15 20 foot run mm-hmm. sideways diagonally to yes. the next point yes and you're just like I hope we'd pick the best path <laughs> you know but we did and one a couple of places though, the rocks, it was almost like a little mini slot canyon. We had to like go through that.
1: I liked that part. I felt secure.
0: Oh right. It, it was felt, nice. That felt
1: comforting to have something on yeah. either side of us instead yeah. of just
0: the yeah. drop down. That steep be going down that I was kind of like, hmm. I thought, well, this is the part we have to come back out of. And this is fairly close to the beginning. So if I if my body just needs rest, I'll just stay and rest before I do it that was my answer I was like okay I, I have a plan I love a plan it drives my family crazy all I gotta have money I'm grateful for your plans <laughs> I was just doing it one step
1: at a time <clears throat> I did concern myself with going back down I was really I, I thought I can make it up here mm-hmm. but I was more concerned about going down having that control mm-hmm. with a slippery sandy rock surface mm-hmm. especially when it was such a quick descent and and I told myself in these places, I'll just go down backwards, like I'm climbing down a ladder. And so I made that decision early on that I was really more concerned about the descent than than going up there.
0: Yeah, because every step you're going toward the end, you're thinking, I got to do this again, Mm -hmm. going backwards. So we get to the top. And we, you know, for me, at least I was like waiting for this euphoric nirvana moment of like we made it and then i'm like wait why are people way over there (laughs) and it was this long peninsula that you had to walk on again i didn't know that i didn't research it Mm -hmm. yeah so we're like oh we're done but we're not done
1: we have to go all the way to the
0: end to go we're like we didn't come this far to not go to the very 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 end yes to the tip and that's where everybody was sitting and having their
1: lunch yep and um I didn't have any more food with me. Christy was kind enough to share a banana, I think, or maybe a protein bar. So we ate a little bit to kind of, and we drank, drank, drank water. Well,
0: remember before we got to the very end, I said, because we had, this is a single file hike. It had to be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the last 10 feet, Let's hold hands, walk it out we together. We hold hands, And absolutely. we'll put our foot at the last stone. And you took a picture of it. Took a picture, and one of the girls, the 20-somethings that was with that group that didn't know them, she was a solo hiker, but just kind of attached herself that day to those girls. Remember, she said, can I join you guys? Because I think we were being a little louder than we maybe thought, because we were like, what? Ah! You know. We are doing our howl, <laughs> our wolf howl at the very Well, top. that's the thing, is I, yeah, she's like, can I join you guys? And we're like, absolutely. So she held your hand, you held my hand. And we walked it out, put our feet on that last tippy step before you're gonna, you know, go over, and and I was like, okay, Bruce and Chelsea need to know we made it. Yes. So let's howl, cause and we, did. Uh, and we howled like I felt the little uvula in the back of my throat, like <laughs> my I was howling so loud it was like gagging me and other people joined
1: us there were like 10 or 12 other people that joined us too at one point
0: yeah so there was a a two uh 20 something guys and, and a gal the three of them and they had asked me to take a picture of them and then I was like can you take a picture of us and then I saw this moment and by then those girls had come up the one that you know the healthcare worker and all that and I was like guys don't think I'm insane I'm not I volunteered at wolf sanctuary so like because we heard on the way up on Scout's landing, every now and then you'd hear woo uh-huh. and we're like oh someone must yeah, have made it yeah, right yeah and i was like if we just go woo they're not gonna know it's us but if we howl yeah bruce will absolutely know that that's us because yes. no one else would be doing that And so yes. i was like you guys you girls can we all ha-? so there's like 10 of us yeah. that collectively howled our guts out to the top of our lungs it was awesome it was so awesome what did you feel when you put that your foot on that stone and you knew you did it it was kind of surreal I didn't I don't know I I couldn't believe that
1: we'd done it it did it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be honestly I'm like wow we did this we, we did this. I was really proud of us. I was really grateful for you because I wouldn't have done it without you. Same. And um, I remember you went to prayer at some point. I don't know if it was when we were holding hands or something, but you were praying out loud and thanking God for getting us there and keeping us safe and for the joy of the experience. I remember praying. And then I thought we got to get back down. You I mean, we ride the adrenaline high, but I thought we got to get back down, and I immediately turned my attention towards we got to get back down. We took mm-hmm. a few pictures of the view because it was incredible.
0: Yeah, and
1: it was beautiful. Yeah,
0: um, but I was already starting to feel tired. Yeah. Did you feel like it was more physically challenging or mentally challenging? I think it was more physically challenging for
1: me. It's like when I made up my mind to do it, mm-hmm. um, I didn't ever panic. I. I didn't feel anxiety. I just thought, okay, we're going to do this one step at a time. I think I'm strong enough, and I know she's strong enough, so I just kind of followed in your steps and and did it. I I don't think it was a mental challenge for me, really, Mm -hmm. once I made the decision to Mm -hmm. do it. But again, I was very careful not to look down. I really didn't look on either side until we were on the
0: plateau. Yeah. See, I'm just weird. When I, I did look down... And it didn't faze me because it's kind of like when we went to the Grand Canyon one time and you're standing there looking at it and it's just so big and vast that it looks like a photograph. Yes. And you can't, it's so big that you you lost your three dimensional perspective on things. And now it's just a bunch of pretty colors and shapes. Right. And so for me looking down, we were so high. It just looked surreal. It didn't look Mm -hmm. like, oh, I could be tumbling down that and to my death like it, it just looked like green screened maybe kind, kind of yeah i get that yeah i mean i
1: do remember following the shuttle with my eyes from mm-hmm. the visitor center and how tiny it looked and that mm-hmm. sort of thing and i think there was one point when i got a little bit closer to the edge where my knees felt a little shaky so there was a physical response to being mm-hmm. up that high but mm-hmm.
0: but um I'm like, okay, now let's go down again. And- <laughs> so we started down, and I remember these two, again, like we literally were twice the age of about 90% of the people. Would you agree? Oh, yes, and I, I kept saying, we're old, we're old. And <clears throat> she's like, I'm not old. Like, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> Love you, but no, thank you. <laughs> so, well, not we're that bad. So we are coming back down, and these two 20-something girls, and the, t- the the trail was so tight, I remember telling them, hey, ladies, we're going to have to get close for a second. Are y'all okay with that? And they're like, yep. And I was like, well, and I tried to make light of it. And I was like, I promise I wore deodorant. And they kind of laughed at that. So I remember putting my right hand next to her right hand and then literally swinging my body on top of hers. We were spooning on the mountain and put my left hand by her left hand and then had to let go of my right and swing it around, do it twice. And we had to get up close in person. I remember being in a few men's armpits and stuff. But I was different (laughs) from you. When
1: there had to be a crawl around, off the chain Mm -hmm. I
0: didn't uh
1: do the crawling around Mm -hmm. I like hugged the mountain and let them go around me so I was different than you okay You were the hugger and I was I was the hugger I wasn't gonna let go of the mountain or the chain or whatever was keeping me on that cliff I I let them go around me so I was different and and you then going down but um the hard part going down was that first bit where you can't see where to put your feet we were going down backwards like a ladder um and you had to put your foot in the foothold to let your body weight down. And it was really steep. I yes. mean, if you let go, you're going off the cliff. Yes. So it was really steep and it was really important before you shifted your body weight. So that's when God sent me my second angel, whose name was Parker. And he mm-hmm. was in the military. He's probably in his 20s. And he was lovely with his girlfriend, Lindsay. Yep. It was the third time they had done Angel's Landing. And so he was walking all around like a goat <laughs> on the edge of the mountain. He wasn't yes. even on trail. He was just climbing everywhere. And somehow Parker ended up ahead of me, probably because I was moving so slowly, and he got beneath me on that part where I was having to place my feet, and and I couldn't see where to put my foot. And so I said, Parker, could you just put my foot in the right foothold so that I can release my my weight? And he was kind enough to do that before I shifted my weight so I could hold onto the chain and climb down the ladder that was the cliff. And he was so gracious, and he did that at least twice, maybe three times, going down, going down the mountain. And he stayed with us. He and Lindsay stayed with us, even though they could have gone three times as fast as us. Yep. And I kept saying, you don't have to babysit me. We're going to be okay. I promise when we got about halfway down, I'm like, it's okay, Parker. You're good. We're good. You can go. And Christy said that she saw him, even though he got further away, he came back up looking for us to make sure that we were okay. And I thought that was so precious. He was so concerned, and I really appreciated God sending him to me to help me. In those rough spots. So he
0: was such a gentleman. He was very. He kind. was so polite. You could tell he was military. Like he was just so polished and polite and kind and helpful. And at one point, I um, taken a pretty sharp turn. My backpack hit a little tree thing growing out of the mountain and it popped my water bottle out of my backpack and it went over the edge and I remember looking and I went oh I just littered in a national park I would never do that I'm so sorry and he's like I'll get it and I'm like uh no I'm my life is worth more than a water bottle your life is worth more than a water bottle it's okay And he's like I got it and he just went down the mountain like off trail to get it and I was like Oh, please don't die. That'll be on my conscience forever. He was (laughs) just fine. He was very agile and confident, and he went and got it. He was so Mm -hmm. sweet, so precious. And he kept asking me if I wanted help. Do do you remember that part? He asked me like three times, and finally I just, and I kept going, I'm okay. And, you know, the third time I just said, I really appreciate your kindness, but... I'm okay I just want to do this I'm okay and it was weird because you know earlier today we were talking about being people pleasers Mm -hmm. and my whole life like I'll just give in if it makes the other person happy or give them their way or whatever and this is something I just felt really strongly about and that was I don't know like a little mini lesson in there for me to just kind of be like Thank you, but no thank you. I don't say no well like that. And I just want to be like, it would make you feel good to help me. So I'm just going to let you help me even though I don't want it or need it. But I was able to just be like, we're good. I I promise I'll tell you if I need help. that was It was a big moment for me personally. He didn't know that he was part of something bigger happening for me at that Time. Oh, I
1: didn't know that either. I'm so glad you shared that.
0: Yeah, that was that was kinda cool. And then we did our, you know, like you said, we went down backwards quite a bit. It made me feel safer with my gravity, my, yes. my torso closer to me the mountain. Too. Me too. That's the only
1: way for me mm-hmm. to to have done that. Yeah, and, so that and sideways we did like I did sideways. And uh-huh. one time I don't know, I guess we was um one of those level parts where I actually got ahead of you, which was a bad, bad choice because <laughs> It was one of the places where the trail wasn't marked and I started walking off and you're like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. This way looks good. And you're like, I don't think that's the way we came. And I'm like, you're probably right. And I'm one of those people who gets lost, you know, going around the corner. I can't find my way out of a paper bag. I have no sense of direction. And so I I looked up and the other people were going a different way. And you're like, Yvonne, I think we need to go this way. I said, Okay, you take the lead. <laughs> I get
0: us lost. Remember that? Remember? I do. You were heading us off toward the right, and then we see people coming up on the left, and I was like, that's the trail. And you were like, yeah, you go. <laughs> you stay me. in front. You stay was in front. I like, you were going to lead us right over the cliff. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but back to that plateau where the group of guys were. Yes. And they overheard us talking about going back and yes. all that. And you mentioned that you needed to get your backpack. I said, Oh, I hope my backpack's still tucked away under that little tree. And he
1: said, Oh, was that your backpack? And I said, Did you see it? And he said, Yeah, what's left of it or something like that? I'm like, Oh no, did the critters get it? And he said, Oh yeah, they got it bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so, oh my gosh, you
0: have to, so we don't, that's at that decision point with that steep V. So, we've now gone down the V. We come up the V, and that is where the tree is, where your backpack is. You have to tell us what you found. Well,
1: the backpack had, be, had been dug out from the little yeah. hole in the tree stump, mm-hmm. and there was a hole in the backpack, an unnatural hole that some critter had made, and sticking up from that hole was a little chipmunk. <laughs> and he was munching down on the other half of my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, right through the Ziploc bag. And we're like, in what the in the world? <laughs> He's sitting in the backpack, and Christy was snapping pictures. I'm like, he needs to get out. How do I get him <laughs> out? I started kicking the backpack. He's he just scurried away. And then up comes a squirrel from behind me that I'm sure had been enjoying that same picnic before that we got squirrel there. squirrel I've ever oh seen. Oh my gosh! For all and the they had just leave. wrecked. There was not one but two holes mm-hmm. eaten through the canvas on both mm-hmm. sides of my backpack. Mm-hmm. And so I kicked it a few times because I didn't want to unzip it and have another critter pop out.
0: (laughs) And we took out the
1: mutilated sandwich that they had just been chowing down on. Uh And then what they left in the back, which we thought was very curious, was Mm -hmm. a protein bar. Yes! It it remained untouched through the foil
0: wrapper. I remember going, what does that say about our quote, healthy processed foods mm, that the wild mm. animals won't eat the protein bar. No way. Fascinated me. And they did not touch that. So I picked it up and I'm like,
1: well, this is going in the garbage. And she's like, no, you need to keep it. It's so fun. The backpack, protein yeah. bar. the
0: protein bar. The protein bar. <laughs> and yeah. you had shrapnel all over the ground oh, with yes. pieces of your backpack. <laughs> I was trying to pick them all up because uh-huh. it was like a teal color and like it doesn't look natural. I, was to pick
1: I them felt terrible up. because we we're not supposed to feed the wildlife and i <laughs> giving him a
0: piece of a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That giant mafia squirrel I'm sure gets <laughs> fed a lot. It was the chunkiest thing I'd ever seen and he just waddled around and the chipmunk definitely knew what it was doing. It's like, okay, I'll go in and get it and then you can keep <laughs> everyone else at bay and then I'll share it with you. Like, I think mean, they had their little play down. It was hilarious. And yeah, you're like, I'm going to have to throw it away. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's, it's your badge of honor. I was told. glad to get
1: back to that bag because I was out of water and I took that other water bottle that had my ID Liquid powder mm-hmm. in it and I chugged that. And so I needed that hydration. That was a blessing. So I took that and I threw it on my back. And I thought, wow, we're so close to the beginning. how did we get down here so fast? Seems so much faster going down than going up. I don't yes. know. It was yes. really a quick descent. And um from that point on, I remember being so relaxed and carefree. Not that I was careless, but I was carefree. I just felt like We've got this, we're, you know, we're almost back down, and, and we've got this. And we were both so relaxed, we weren't tense at all, and the adrenaline kind of had passed, and it was just such a sweet feeling. And then when we came down
0: off the mountain. Well, before we came down, I remember you and I were, we were skipping like mountain goats. We were just, and I could not have been enjoying it more. And I was just like, and I remember going, this is so fun! And you're behind me and in, in pure Yvonne fashion, you're like, fun? Is not the word that I was used to describe <laughs> That is truth. Oh my gosh. It was hard. You were going to make me laugh so hard because, but unlike you, I did not I had my water. I didn't want to drink it because I was like, there is nowhere to go to. The, there's no more privacy. There are pit toilets. But like on Angel's Landing, I was oh like, there's no. not a chance. So I know that's bad advice, but I didn't drink like the whole time. Oh, I chugged. <laughs> I chugged. was sweating bullets. I was just yes. soaking wet. I was so hot. So um, to give perspective, it was a half mile trail and it took us three hours to do half a mile. That's how, is that how long it, long it took us. I wasn't three sure the timing hours. on it. Yes. Three but hours. like you said earlier, we're so cautious and careful. We literally like I, everywhere I put my hand and foot, I tested it first everywhere because I wanted to make sure I wasn't. You know, I I don't want to die doing a hike. You know, Mm. nothing's worth that. So, like, we were going to come back. I never felt afraid. I keep wondering if I'm going to wake up going, what did we do? That was stupid. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't happened yet. No, I woke up a couple
1: times and said, what did we do? I can't believe we did it. But not that was stupid. I never felt like I was being foolish. But I did say something to you the morning after. Like, I had to have a talk with the Lord about... What we put our family members through, mm-hmm. our, my daughter, your husband, did we compromise them at all by making that choice because they felt it was so risky, they couldn't do it and we felt like we could do it. And I came to the conclusion that no, we, we never were afraid, we felt like the Lord was allowing us to do it and we both were strong enough to do it yep. and, and it proved to be true.
0: Yep. I do
1: just a side note. My husband watched a video of Angels Landing with me before I went to Zion and I said, do you think I can do it? And he said, absolutely. And then I said, would you do it? And he said, yes, I think I would. So that gave me kind of his vote of confidence. So I was That's good. So I was encouraged that he
0: felt like it was okay for me to do as That's well. That's good. I didn't know. That's awesome that you had his support. I didn't know because I didn't do a lot of research. I was like, I don't know if I can do it or not. I guess just don't know till you try. And so I was afraid to either... Psyched up so much that then I felt like I was putting a performance pressure on myself. Interesting. Yes Or leaving such a back door open to quit that I'd talk myself out. So I really just decided I wasn't gonna talk about it with myself. (laughs) We were just gonna like go and do it I picked my two shirts and that's all
1: that's all I was going to do. And we did start saying on our way down we gotta go buy our shirt. Maybe we said that on the top when we We said it on the top. top. We gotta go get our shirt. We hiked Angel Landing, we gotta go get it. So we were planning on making it down the mountain so we could go to the store and get our shirt. That was our that was our goal.
0: Yep, and now, and I had um, derailed a little bit ago, so now we're coming off the mountain, Came and off the mountain. you and I were talking, and then you're like, there they are, there they are.
1: Bruce and Chelsea were waiting for us. They had done the West Rim yes. hike mm-hmm. while we were gone for those three hours, so they did an, another hike up there. And, and we had said that. We hoped. We're
0: like, gosh, I hope hiding, they're having fun. Not just
1: sitting in the heat waiting right. for us. Mm-hmm. So they did do that, I was really excited that they did that, but they were waiting for us, and they couldn't believe it, and they were so happy to see us, and we hugged, and they were like, I can't believe you did it. I can't believe you did it. I said, I can't believe I did it. <laughs> and I remember wrapping my arms around my daughter and just crying. I, just was, it was, just, I was just so excited and happy, and there were joy tears. And I was just crying. And Ooh. it was such a, just a moment that I remember grabbing you and holding you and crying. I said, I couldn't have done it without you. I couldn't have done it with anybody else but you. It was just such a precious bonding moment for us.
0: Yeah, I, I, in light turn, when we came off the mountain, I was videoing with my phone, Bruce and Chelsea, and I saw him videoing us, and I thought, well, that's kind of silly to have two cameras, (laughs) so I just stopped mine, (laughs) and that's my one regret, is that he had the GoPro, and I wish that when he had decided to stop five minutes in, that I wish I had taken that GoPro, that would have been been really great. That would have been awesome. I did tell him later, I was like, yeah, man, I can't believe I didn't get the GoPro, but I did do some videos and pictures along the way and, and instead of him being happy he goes what you took your hand off the chain <laughs> and i was like i only did it when i I didn't days. even know you had taken those pictures i got <coughs> the
1: great one of you on that two-foot bridge yeah, that was awesome that Thank was you. my favorite one of you because it was just no chains yeah nothing but that two-foot rock suspended yeah the drop off on either side and you're just standing there just grinning so happy. We needed proof
0: to tell people who yeah. weren't going to believe that we did it, that we did it. So you you hugged Chelsea, you guys, and then I will never forget. So first with Parker, you know, that whole moment of me learning to say no thank you. Um, and then turning around, you got your arms held out. You're in a full sob. And I have just like never felt so accepted by another woman before i have spent my entire life feeling like i'm on the outside looking in to females and when you just came at me and laid that giant hug on me (laughs) and we were just like embraced and i was like we are bonded over this forever well i meant what i said i couldn't have done it with anybody else i wouldn't have wanted to now God knew. And, and we turned around, and there are the girls. There's those girls. We have to finish it out for them. The girls made it back down. Nobody yeah, so died. Adrian was
1: there. I got a picture with her. It was so precious. Parker and Lindsay were gone on yeah. their way, but I did get a picture with Adrian, and that was precious. And then we all went, let's
0: go get our shirt. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going
1: to dip this shirt in gold and wear it every day. Oh, yeah. You know? And, well, I think at one point, you were a little... Crazy talking about getting matching tattoos or something. <laughs> like, uh, first of all, the first thing she said coming off the mountain was, I want to do it again. And I'm like, yes. Are you crazy? This is a one and done. And, and you were I was like
0: Christy, no more.
1: She's like, I could do it again today. I'm like, not me. I could do it ten more times. Oh, she was so excited to have done it. I was really grateful for the opportunity that and and we did come together again at the the base of the mountain and we prayed. We prayed a prayer yes. of Thanksgiving with all four of us it was beautiful
0: thanksgiving and then it was so funny because coming down scouts landing first of all you are going down which is much easier than going up but i just remember thinking this is nothing compared to what we just did it
1: was nothing
0: compared to what we just did but the whole hike and i read later that it was
1: supposed to be about a five hour hike it took us seven hours Mm -hmm. seven hours Mm -hmm. to hike
0: i don't doubt that we took our time and no injuries other than some bloody knuckles. And I will tell you, I had a scab on my middle left finger knuckle for so long. And I remember the day, you know, kind of like a loose tooth when you're a kid, it's just hanging on by a thread. This little scab was just hanging on by a thread and the the skin under had fully healed. And I just kind of swept it with my hand and it came right off and I was sad. Me
1: too. Didn't were you? I was sad when the scab went away because it was a physical reminder that we had done what we did. Yeah, you it was get beautiful. That. It was so sweet. It was really sweet. The whole thing was just a beautiful gift from God. I'm really grateful.
0: Really grateful. And then we try to go tell other people about it and it's like I see kind of blue screen, either because they're fully uninterested, like I don't ever want to do that. But it's just hard to it's hard to really live someone else's experience when it's so life-changing you know i get that i've been that other person trying to feel and understand right
1: and there are videos on youtube that we've encouraged people to watch and i went with my book club to the beach for our book club retreat shortly thereafter and I pulled up the YouTube, and a couple of them watched it. And then a few days later, the rest of the group came in, and they're like, pull up the video, show them the video, show them what you did. And so it's kind of mixed reviews. They're like, oh, were you not afraid? Oh, I could never do that. And the one gal that really got what I did, she was so fun. She came in, she said, I bet you feel like you could do anything now. And I said, that's exactly yes. how I feel. Like, I yes. want to sign up to do more hard challenges because mm-hmm. I feel able. I feel able. And glory to God because... You know, 20 months ago, I was sitting on the sofa, wasn't thinking about making healthy choices with regard to my eating, and I wasn't getting enough activity, and I decided to start walking, and I made a commitment Mm -hmm. to try to walk an hour every day, and Mm -hmm. I've done that consistently. I I looked at my little numbers before I came over here, and I've averaged about 4.3 miles every day for the last 20 months of my life. It made such a difference. I dropped forty pounds. Wow. And I grew stronger and more confident. And I if I'd never gotten off the sofa, I wouldn't have been conditioned to do such mm-hmm. a challenge. I don't mm-hmm. believe that I would have been conditioned. Mm-hmm. And then I look back at why God allowed me to do it at this time in my life and I just feel like even ten years ago I wouldn't have had the fortitude or the mental, you know, ability to focus and do what I did. that
0: day that's a good point because you just talked about the physical steps that you took to literally with walking to physically prepare when you say 10 years ago what changed what's happened how have you grown that mentally you could do this
1: I think part of it is um, a faith walk we learn to lean on the Lord and trust him and I think the other part is getting through raising my children through those teen years and that was a really difficult, challenging chapter in my life. And the Lord sustained me, and He strengthened me, and He got me through it. He is ever faithful. And I think journeying with the Lord, and um, as you become more sanctified, you get, you learn self-control. All the fruits of the Spirit grow in you. And I just think that I was to a place emotionally and spiritually where I, I could do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't really explain it. I just mm-hmm. felt stronger mentally. I know it wasn't that strong 10 or 15 years ago. Mm-hmm
0: wow that's that's very vulnerable thank you for sharing that i i would agree with all of that on my side and i would also say that um it's not that i don't want to stick around longer but there's something a a freedom i feel in this season of life that my kids are all independent yes so maybe I can take a little more risk yes. with some things because, you know, they're not living at home anymore and that kind of thing. So maybe there's a little more freedom to feel like maybe maybe I could try this. And I remember on the, one of the things I was going to mention going up, I remember saying, you know, I'm reminded of what Bruce always talked about in basic training because both our husbands are veterans. Yes. and And he would say, you know, basic training was killing me. Until I figured it out. And I was like, what did you figure out? He said, it's all a mental game. They break you down and then build you up. And I said, I think, I feel like, doing the hike, I said, I think I feel like that's what this is like. This hike is meant to break you down. Yes. And then build you up. Yes. And that's exactly what it it did for me. Because it made me kind of question that one piece of it where you're going to have to to full on rock climb, rappel up the the mountain and I was like oh that looks fun <laughs> we'll see how that turns out and I don't know just I loved the combination of the of the mental and the physical and the physical being upper and lower body there yes. was something about looking at the next 10 feet or 20 feet and going okay how are we going to do this yes
1: strategizing you know, mm-hmm. it was I felt so alive mm-hmm. me too I did too yeah what is that I don't know I don't know I really don't understand what happened on that day. I really just thought, I'm strong. I want to try this, and I'm not afraid. And I felt the Lord was with me, and and then I did it, and I was kind of stunned. And I remember you were giving me that illustration, that military example, and I was thinking, yeah, and what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. (laughs) literally and I came off the mountain I was texting my friends and I'm like I did angels landing and I didn't die and I was like,
0: there's the bar
1: <laughs> I mean it was supposed to be and I think I said this to you in the mountain is there like 26 chains that you have to like we got on the second or third mm-hmm. chain to somebody's I said is it how many more of these till the top and he said oh you got about 26 more and I'm like holy cow, <laughs> it's a lot. that's a lot of pulling your body up, yeah. up, up. And so I remember yeah. being overwhelmed by that, but then yeah. we just did it one at a time and it was doable. It was just doable.
0: Yeah. And on the way down, speaking of chains, I remember there was a point where it was me, you, and then like six more people behind uh-huh. us. Uh-huh. And it was a pretty steep down. Uh-huh. And somebody let go of the chain, someone behind us. And, you know, think of a rope that's pulled taut and then let let loose. the loose loose when that chain dropped that threw my balance off and actually one foot swung off the mountain at that point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and i remember yelling back in a nice way i was like don't let go of the chain i do remember you saying that <laughs> cuz that's what had just happened i do Someone remember just you let go i do, i do
1: remember you saying yeah. that and there was one part near the end it was after the second plateau um when there was a line of people and you went around the chain post and sat mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. in a secure area so they could pass us. And I was just like hugging the mountain. I just slayed <laughs> my body against the
0: mountain. Ma- like, with the mountain. And I'm like,
1: it. they just <laughs> have to figure out how to get around me. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Service. <laughs> at that point, I think I didn't have the strength to get myself sat down and then pulled back up again, really. Mm-hmm. I was too tired. So I just laid against the mountain. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's that's crazy. good. I mean, you have to, everyone has to do what they have to do in the moment. You're in pure survival mode the it entire worked. time. It worked. It was so, a joy. So then what do you think it is that makes two, you know, cautious, not as crazy risk takers do something like this? I love a challenge.
1: I I love a physical challenge. Um. Since I've become more active and started hiking, I like to try to do Crowder's Mountains, Mm -hmm. a local place to go hiking, about once a month. And and I like to push myself. I like to um, time myself and see if I can get a faster time. I just like a physical challenge. And um, I love adventure. And I love pushing myself. It makes me feel alive. I Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm an adrenaline junkie or anything like that. I mean, I'm kind of too old for that. But I just like pushing myself mm. you know and um i like doing hard things it, it does make me feel stronger it makes me feel more alive
0: would you say that you always or most always accomplish what you're trying to do or are there times that you tried and it didn't work
1: most of the time when i make a decision to do it i follow through by the grace of god not because i'm a superhuman but i probably don't try to do too many things that are not doable
0: (laughs) (laughs) you assess no that is actually one thing i absolutely love about you is that you were you are you follow through you're incredibly reliable even like if we're going to make a date to like have lunch or something like that i know i can count on you and um i i love the reliability of you. you it's a very safe and secure place in a friendship to know you know you're going to be present and so that's why I was so excited when you said you wanted to do angel's landing because I knew I could count on you to do that and and I had no doubt I was like oh she's got this not a doubt in my mind for you that's so
1: interesting Uh -uh. and when my daughter uh after we had done the hike and she got on the phone with my husband to report back to him about who climbed the mountain with it being Bruce and Christy and Chelsea and Yvonne, she said four of us started out, only two of us came back down the mountain, only two of us were able to do it. My husband said, Yvonne and Bruce... And the fact that he would say my name first was so touching to me that he thought I could do it. He really did believe that I could do it. It was
0: very touching. But it was so offensive to you that you weren't even in the running. I was like, I'm not your friend anymore, David. I'm not ever speaking to you again. I was like, that's instead of me being happy for you, I was like, what <laughs> chopped liver <laughs> Over here? like wow okay it was really funny i guess he
1: just assumed that bruce with his military background and his outdoorsman and he's a skier that it would have been no problem for him he didn't know about bruce's fear of heights mm-hmm. and he also didn't know christy the athlete he knows oh christy, that's a stretch but <laughs> he knows christy the the missionary who teaches in prisons and writes bible studies and he knows christy the baker the master baker and so he knows all these different sides, but he's never sat in the swimming pool with you <laughs> water for two and a half hours like i did during the pandemic
0: oh my gosh! and you that was are nuts. super
1: strong and you walk an hour and a half to two hours every day i mean you go all the time and you're very fit so he
0: didn't know that part of you I do appreciate that you saved face for on his behalf. Because in the in the RV, I was like, I am a bit offended, and, <laughs> and you know to a point. And uh, and you said that you're like, I don't think he knows you out in another context. He doesn't. And I was like, that's fair. I okay, I'll I'll let the leash out on that one. But, you know, that, the RV is less than 200 square feet. So I'm making the next meal and you're sitting in the seat talking to him. And I'm really trying hard to give you your privacy and space, but we're like 10 feet apart. So I'm just like doing my cooking thing and I, I, I don't remember your conversation. I just remember the one thing you were like, you told him and you go, are you proud of me? And I, was, and I was sat there thinking, I know he is, and I am too. I'm just so proud of you. And then, not that you could have made me ever feel like part of the girls club that I've never felt a part of before with the hug, but then you said, I want to do a photo shoot in our (laughs) shirts. I was like, really? Like, matchy-matchy? Like Aww. I haven't done that, and I mean, since I'm maybe a middle school cheerleader, maybe. Aww. So we did. We bought our. We went and got our shirts. Yes, we did. And then the next day, when we were all showered and fresh, we had our photo shoot in them. Have you worn your shirt? I've worn it one time since then. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: It's not my favorite color. I'm not a green girl, but I have worn it on a walk. Um, I'm actually thinking about taking the shirt that I wore for the hike and having it monogrammed.
0: Oh, wow. Hiked
1: Angel's Landing with a date on it. That shirt. It's a tie-dye. It's a shirt that I wear often when I go hiking.
0: So I thought,
1: I'll just monogram that particular shirt that I wore on that hike. Because it it makes me feel like I have superpowers when I wear it or
0: something. Yeah. There's a patch that says I hiked Angel's Landing. I actually have that patch. What? i mean monogram patch whatever i think that's a fantastic idea
1: yeah, i think that's what i want to do to yeah yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do with my patch i did just get a new backpack so i may put it on my nice own.
0: yeah you gave uh me a sticker said angels landing and you I gave did? yeah and the cute little rv christmas ornament that's oh i do yes. and so i put the angels landing on my laptop oh um, good so i'm starting to uh, the shirts and stickers that's It's all I'll do, and um, so I I look at that every day with fondness, and I'm going to print a picture, one of the ones of us, and put it on my wall
1: Oh yeah, next to my
0: sister-in-law and I doing the Camino, and it's been an interesting year. Oh my gosh, I feel honored, because, and I truly mean this, like, everybody loves you, and you could, your time could be spent in a million ways with people every day, and every time you spend it with me, I just feel really, really special. Thank you, the fact that you were willing to do this death defying, scary, dangerous hike was with me was just it was just a highlight of my life. And I think we both said over lunch that next to childbirth this was the most physically challenging Challenging thing thing ever. I know in one way we're like it wasn't as hard as I thought, but in another way it was like the hardest thing I've ever done. I think it can be both, don't you think?
1: I agree. How do you feel with both? Well, I remember saying to you as we were doing the climb, you know, this isn't as challenging as, as I thought. Um, the, all the videos sensationalize the most difficult parts. But after you go up and then come back down, it was grueling. <laughs> it <laughs> Three was, hours. It was grueling. <laughs> yeah. It was grueling. Um, and there were dangerous places. Yes. Where, where you, if you didn't step the right way and hold your body the right way, you could have fallen to your death. So that mm-hmm. was... Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's what made it hard. Even though I didn't feel physically um, that it was too hard for me, obviously I wouldn't have done it. It was just um, there are places that you had to be really, really careful, and those are the places that are emphasized in all the videos. You know, that's why I say mm-hmm. they sensationalize the difficulty or the danger because they showed those particular places. The whole. Thing is not like that right remember there's parts where you're closed in on either side by rock walls and there's parts where the ledge is, lo- is wider and you're more comfortable and
0: mm-hmm. so there's
1: areas going up it's just the steepness of several places where it really takes a lot of strength to pull but yourself even up. with
0: what you're saying just now somebody on the outside looking and would go but you're still traversing the side, even if you have a nice wide space, you're still on the side of a mountain, thousands of feet up, and you could still die. But when you're in the middle of it, it's such a an out-of-body experience. You're just so happy to be there and get to do it. You're just not thinking about all the bummer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, taking it all very seriously, but... Not focusing on it. just Like for me, it was the, the gusty wind at the very top. Oh, wow. When I literally had to take my hat off, yes. I just remember going, God, can you not let this be the way it is? And I literally get blown off, you know? Wow. And then the slippery sand was, you know, took concentrating to make sure my shoes, I wasn't going to go roller skating to my death. Um, yeah, those were just the sand and the wind were probably the two things that that felt I felt out of control. So when I think about like hardest thing, it was more of a mind game of how am I going to not let the things that I can't control bother me? Like Oh, that's so interesting. Like what if someone else bumps into me? Yes.
1: Well, you were kind enough to crawl over people. I wasn't, I was <laughs> making them crawl over me. So that was one difference right there. I made them mm-hmm. make the adjustment. I never put a foot wrong. By the grace of God, Mm -hmm. I never slipped at all. But when we were on the plateaus, twice I tripped. When we were on the flat parts, twice I tripped. I don't know if I knew that. (laughs) My foot caught a root on one of the plateaus. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't near the edge. It wasn't life-threatening. I just tripped. Yeah. Right? So... Your legs get tired, your muscles get weary, and so you don't have as much control. That's why I was more concerned about going down when you had to Mm -hmm. hold your weight Mm -hmm. coming down. Mm -hmm. And when gravity's pulling, you have to hold your weight going down. So the most frightening part, literally, was that top coming down. Yes. That was the most difficult part, where the, the rock was slippery and sandy, mm-hmm. and you had to go down backwards, and you had mm-hmm. to hold the chain, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, that was the most frightening part for me. Yeah. The wind felt good. It was a cool breeze, and it was lovely, and, and um, the part where we reached over, I remember you saying in the very beginning, um, when the floor drops out from underneath us, and you have to uh, reach your leg from one ledge to the next, yeah. there's nothing beneath you, and you're holding on to the yes. chain. I remember saying you looking back at me and saying, Well, this would have been a deal breaker for Bruce. I'm like, Yeah, this is something right here. There's nothing below <laughs> us. I remember just thinking this is something. <laughs> this is really something. There's no, okay. And then I just reached my leg and grabbed the yeah. chain and went on my way. Yeah. I don't I can't explain. Yeah. yeah. Um
0: So I kind of live life um, to process. I I'm a worst case scenario girl. It's not that I'm negative, it's, it's that I go, and I've told different therapists along the way this, that like, I go down to the nth degree of my imagination and go, what's well, the worst that can happen? Can I handle that? So anything short of that happening, you know, like, it's okay. So I think this was the third, like, thing for me was, like, getting over the, the, um, the stress is not really the right word, the preoccupation with uh, the things I couldn't control. And just being like okay things like well is there gonna be a path to put my foot or not is someone going to fall into me because they tripped over a root and I'm not in a good spot or not is this sand going to take me out it was all the environmental stuff and I think that can be like a metaphor for life too like we're on a journey and we have to stay focused on that prize on that goal and how easy it would be to not take the journey if we feel like all the things that we can't control are bigger than us or the journey itself or the destination so i think it was i don't know for me it was a good life lesson to be like i gotta put all that aside all the what ifs all the worst case scenarios and we're just gonna do it yeah and and to think like what our life would be if we hadn't done it like you and i are different people now
1: Yes, we are.
0: How are some of the ways that you would say you've changed? Well, I'm a pretty confident person in
1: general. I'm one of those people that thinks I can do stuff, not, oh, oh, no, I can't do that. I just usually think I can do things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm pretty confident in general, but coming off of Angel's Landing hike slash climb, I felt just built up in a way I haven't in a long time. I just felt like, the Lord was saying at a girl, see what you can do. I just felt like there are more challenges that I can take on that. I maybe didn't think physically that I could do at age 60, that maybe I can still do. And I've done hard things, you know, going to South America on a mission trip in a third world country and sharing the gospel in prisons. That's a hard thing. Mm -hmm. It's way out of most people's comfort zone, but the Lord's allowed me to do it five different times. And I'm so thrilled and thankful for that privilege. Um, Hard things cause you to lean into him more, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and as you become practiced at leaning into him, he's so trustworthy, you know, he, he, he never fails us. And so coming off that mountain, I thought, oh, once again, you didn't fail me and I can lean hard into you and we can do great things. And so it just kind of bolstered me up to a new level of confidence, not so much in me, but, and what the Lord would lead me to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So um, I do I do feel changed. I feel renewed. I feel strengthened. I feel proud of myself for taking it on when it didn't make a lick of sense for me to do it. <laughs> I feel thankful that I got to share it with a friend.
0: Mm. Mm. What do they say? Like, life is better when you do it with someone? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. I, I would echo all of those things. And um, it's interesting not having you know losing my mom at 16 I haven't had anyone to like follow or watch life I look at other people that are older than me like what they're doing and stuff I've always done that and and I guess when I've had some pushback from people about doing this they're like you know you're 53 what are you thinking you know and I'm like well there's nothing in the rule book that says I can't do it. Like, <laughs> I guess maybe not having any guards, maybe not guards, but any um, restrictions Restrictions about like, oh, well, this is what life should look like now. And I'm like, really? Cause <laughs> okay, maybe for you, I'm wide open.
1: <laughs> I think we're always the same age inside. I mean, our bodies, mm-hmm. they grow old. Mm-hmm. And they can't do what they did when we were a child. Yeah. But I feel like our spirits are always the same age inside. You know, yeah. I'm still that little girl who loves to jump yeah. around and be loud and fun. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, have a lot of energy, a lot of yes. exuberance. And so um,
0: yeah, I'm really grateful that I'm still going. They say your health is your wealth. And I totally get that. And I agree with that. And I feel, um, for me, like my body and mind are more connected than maybe I thought they were because I, I didn't have any problems. I just kept waiting for something bad to happen and nothing bad was happening. We just had a great time and I kind of came off of that mountain going, that didn't feel hard, like that was more fun and I really liked that mental physical challenge Me together. Too. Me too. What a great exercise. You know, mm-hmm. and and I'm like you, I'm like, what's next? Mm-hmm. So what is next? What do you want to do next?
1: I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I did a big hike for me in, in Glacier National Park in June, and then I got to do this You saw a moose, I, I hear. Yes, I did see a moose named <laughs> Barnabas. He was lovely. Um, so I just like exploring and hiking. More national parks, Lord willing. Um, maybe some big hikes overseas. Uh, with my husband we'll see i don't know what's next i I try to rest in what i'm enjoying now but i'm really bad about racing ahead to wanting a new adventure you know and not Mm. not being satisfied with what i just got to do Mm. Um, i think zion and angel's landing was so unexpected for me even though we planned for it and we um, applied for the permit um, i had a couple other trips around that trip and zion became the king of all trips this summer it was just so extraordinary to have that few days with you and bruce and chelsea in zion and to do that um amazing hike with you at angel's landing it just became a real precious precious treasure of memory
0: Hmm.
1: it really it was so special
0: one of my highlights was apart from angels landing was the breakfast we had the next morning and that was really fun put out the red and white checkered tablecloth on the picnic table and we flipped flapjacks at the table and had eggs and I don't know, that morning sun. It was just like quintessential camping. That was really, really fun. Celebratory too. It's just it was
1: beautiful. Well, you're an amazing Mm. cook and you it was like a five course breakfast meal.
0: Oh, it's it it, was wonderful.
1: Wonderful. We
0: just feel so humbled that people would want to come and spend that close of quarters together, you know? I mean not not all good chemistry mix, even if you have good friends, it's like, yeah, we're friends, I couldn't live with them. So like I really appreciate that you guys were willing to, to, you know, share one bathroom and scooch and slide around each other in the
1: RV. <laughs> so it was small. a great privilege. It was five-star accommodations <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, and the meals were fantastic. Well,
0: I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It was such a joy to do all Thank of it. You. I still cannot believe that you guys flew all the way out there. And I just feel, you know, you and I were both like, it was our turn to do it I remember Chelsea back in the RV was kind of bumming that she didn't do it and mm-hmm. and at the we she and I were talking about it at the same time we came to this like collective decision that we kind of both said at the same time it was like it just wasn't your day right. you'll have your day and and it was my day so okay you know yeah everyone gets a day yeah. and and how exciting and what a joy. And we sit here talking about the scariest, dangerous hike in the country with my foot in a boot right now because I trip, yes. I trip over a rock and break my ankle. <laughs> crazy so it's very humbling I I don't feel like I'm some superwoman that can't be touched by life because I literally turn my ankle on a rock and break it so you know <laughs> it could have gone differently on angels Land. it certainly could have
1: and it, we did everything we do to do but honestly God held us on the side of those cliffs mm-hmm. yeah. he chose to keep us safe And
0: guard us as we made that
1: journey with him.
0: We were quoting Philippians (laughs) four thirteen, and singing our songs like it's all good. And I remember you saying uh, something like, "Thank you for doing this for 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 my sixtieth year." That was you know really important. And and uh, I said, "Oh, you said something about like." What do, you, what do you want to do for your six yes. I said, I don't know, but guess who's going to do it with me? Yes. I'm there. I'm there. I'm thinking maybe cage diving with sharks. Okay. <laughs> Great whites are my favorite shark in the whole uh, okay. world. But <laughs> look on your, all the color just drained out of your face. I will do it if you want to. <laughs> How about I come up with some options? That'd I mean, be good. <laughs> skydiving, bungee jumping. Sky. Well, now see that's funny. I think of bungee jumping and I like. Oh, I don't know about that. Could you do that? I don't know if I could do it with these new knees.
1: I don't know if I would mm. risk it. I'm not even sure I would do skydiving. I used to think I wanted to do that mm. as well, but I'm not mm. sure that I can do that. I do want to run off the side of a mountain in Switzerland. I want to do. Is it paragliding? Is that what they? Oh, want I was it? like,
0: you just want to run off a mountain. <laughs> no, I. <can't, laughs>
1: to a kite that
0: helps you fly yes, down paranoid. in
1: tandem with someone I mean mm-hmm. somebody who knows what they're doing yeah that's definitely on my bucket list to do
0: yes well Paul has done that in Europe and loves it and wants to have his own license and do that one day so you've got your when he gets all trained up you've got your tandem that'd be awesome flyer I would love it yeah I would Y'all, love it. It's, it'll be squirrel suits next that's what
1: somebody said on top of angel's landing do you remember they said "Now we need is our squirrel suit so we can jump and float
0: down yeah crazy i know i was just like go for that (laughs) i will cheer you on (laughs) i don't know about that well what a day and it's so fun to have done it with somebody because we can like look at each other and we're like We We know, (laughs) we know we had our, our moments, our, our strong moments and our moments where we had to be strong, even when we were like, hmm, and it's just, it's just so much more meaningful to do it with such a dear friend. And, um, I have, I am so happy that I have a friend crazy enough to do this stuff. Yay! I thank
1: you for asking me to do the podcast with you. Um, when I was praying the week after we got back and, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, you need to share this. Maybe Christy will do a podcast on it. And the very next day you texted me, you said, would you consider doing a podcast with me on Angel's Landing? So the Lord was speaking to both of us about sharing this experience.
0: Isn't that funny? Because when I asked you, I had no idea that you, that, that had happened on your side. I was mm-hmm. like, would you do it? You're like, oh, you must have been hearing from God because I was just thinking that yesterday. So hopefully
1: we'll be an encouragement to somebody else to try something hard for the dear friend and make a memory.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my ending question, was what would you say to all the ladies and men out there that, you know, whatever your age, whatever your uh, limitations, what would you say about going for a goal? I think
1: the only way you'll fail is to not try, you Mm -hmm. know? Um. Whatever, However far we made it up that mountain, if Scouts Landing was our ultimate destination and we didn't make it further than that, that would have been fine. But trying to do Angels Landing was important to both of us, yes. and so we were just going to try. That's all. That was our resolve. Ten feet at yes. a time. We weren't yes. going to say, let's go climb that mountain. We have to make it to that. We are just like, we're going to do ten feet at a time and reassess, and then we did it. And so I would say, just try. Yeah. Just try. It's so exciting mm-hmm. to stretch yourself and challenge yourself mm-hmm. and see what God will allow you to
0: do. Mm-hmm. And I would add to that to not limit mm-hmm. your mental or physical ability. You know, just without trying, you won't know, but just push those limits. Because um, you just, I love Pooh Bear saying, what is it? You're stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and braver than you believe. Oh, I love that. I love Winnie the Pooh, and I think, well, actually, I think Christopher Robin said that to him. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. Me too. Yeah. Well, you're made in the image of God. God mm. is limitless, and He's so creative in the way He put us together.
1: Yep. So, yeah.
0: He made us to do hard things. He did. He equips us to do hard things. And you know what? We have to do so many hard things in life that are just yucky hard that you just have to do. It's really fun to get to do a hard thing that's fun. Amen. (laughs) Go have fun. Life is short. Have fun. I agree. I agree. (laughs) So the $64,000 question is, would you guys camp in the
1: RV with us again? 100%. Yeah? Yeah, you named the date. We're there. Cool. It was a
0: joy. Well, it's on. On like Donkey Kong. We'll do it. (laughs) Start planning for next year. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Yvonne. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to Real Deep Stuff. Follow us and subscribe to save your seat at the table for the next conversation. Also, check out our Facebook page to continue the conversation on today's topic. We'll see you there.